0: Welcome to Not a Novice, a time of refreshing and upliftment through the unfailing Word of God with Bishop Victor Collins of Sabre. Bishop Collins is the Bishop of the Good Shepherd Church, a dynamic church located in Canal Number no. 2 Polder, West Bank Demerara, with branches all over Guyana. Now, here is the message. It is to come your way again with another edition of Not a novice, not a novice. Remember, a novice is a, a fresh bee. A novice is um, somebody who just came around. A novice is somebody who just started something. The scripture says that First um, Timothy chapter 3, when the apostle Paul uh, wrote to his son in the ministry, Timothy, about choosing leaders, what he told him was that he shouldn't choose leaders, he shouldn't, he shouldn't choose people to be leaders who just came, who just gave their lives to Christ because there's something about somebody who just came around somebody who just joined the church somebody who just, uh, who you just met somebody who just started uh, on a job uh, there's something um, uh, where knowledge is concerned that such people lack in experience that you should be careful when you are picking them to give them a very substantive role So that's what we're doing. We are trying to move away from being a novice into maturity, into the place of experience where we can handle the word of God truthfully and righteously. Father, thank you this afternoon for speaking to us. I know we are not the same again after this uh, session, this preaching. This word of yours, in Jesus' name, amen. Remember, we're looking at labor. To be blessed, labor not to be rich. Labor to be blessed, labor not to be rich. And and I want to just probably finish with a few points that I have with you on why you should not labor to be rich. And then move on to blessing. Because I think that the most important part of what I'm talking about is to help you understand that laboring to be rich is not the right thing for you to do. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 4 says, labor not to be rich cease from thine own wisdom. Labor not to be rich, cease from thine own wisdom. And so, we we, we want to look at what the Bible is telling us. If you will um, 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 listen to the Bible, if you will listen to the Word of God, and if you will pay attention to the Word of God, if you follow the Word of God, it, it it will be life. It will be life unto you. It will be light unto your path. And so, We are taking this Proverbs 23 and verse 4 very seriously where the Bible says that labor not to be rich. Because for many, many people who are alive now and those who are going to come and join, a lot of the things we do, a lot of the laboring, a lot of the work, a lot of the uh, uh, sweat, it is towards riches. But the Bible in its own wisdom is saying don't do that. And so I'm trying to establish and also go a little deeper in why you shouldn't do that. Alright. Now this afternoon. want to look at. Labor not to be rich because. You will never be satisfied by riches. Labor not to be rich because. You will not be satisfied. You see. There's something called satisfaction. To be satisfied. To be satisfied. Means that you've had enough. You are fulfilled. You are blessed. You, 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 you don't need anything anymore. But interestingly, you agree with me that no matter how much money you have, no matter how much money we have, we never have enough. There are some people, they are married, they don't have children, they have a lot of money. Ask me, what do they do with the money? What is the money for? Yet, they wake up in the morning, they go to their business place, and they go and look for More money. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 10. That he that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver. Nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity. This is also vanity. It's vanity because no matter how much you want, you will not be satisfied by it. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, is it not a good conclusion to make that, that the thing which you are looking for that will not satisfy you anyway, that you should cease from looking for it? I think it's a very, very good idea. I think it's a very, very good advice to cease from our wisdom and labor for a blessing rather than laboring to be rich. You see, rich people, ask yourself, all those Forbes um, richest man in the world, uh, number one, number two. We know them. You know some names around. You know who are the richest people. I mean, if you if you know a bit of current affairs, you know people like uh, you know Warren Buffett. I think it's not a secret. Bill Gates. All these Americans, very very rich. Oprah Winfrey, very well to do, have a lot of money. But but you see that none of these people. I don't know in our country, Guyana, who I can say is rich. Maybe you are rich listening to me, isn't it? We have all things through Christ Jesus. But even though you have money, you are rich, you're still looking for more. Are you not? All the rich people that, whose, name I, whose names I mentioned, they are not sitting down uh, on an island in the Bahamas or in uh, Saint Kitts uh, in their yachts uh, drinking coconut water and, and dress up in their swimsuits and all of that. That's not what they are doing. They do that just for a few days, and then they are back. Hollywood actors, big time, big big box movie stars. I mean, when the movie premieres, billions of US dollars, you would think that um, that would be enough, and that after one movie, they'll get all the money they want, and they'll stop looking for money. But that's not the end of it. Even these uh, African moods. Part one, part two, part four coming, part five. They, they, they sell. Why don't they just stop with part two? Why do they not end with part five? He that loveth silver, the Bible says, will not be satisfied with silver. You see, I have heard and I know um, from, you know, hearing from and dealing with people. That, um, you know, people who like go and then they gamble, people who go to casinos and these places to gamble, anytime, or let's say even lottery, anytime they put this, these uh, coin machines and things that you know, those kind of s- systems, you can put money inside, or you can, you know, do scratch and win and all of that, and then you win like 20,000. and you see that, you know what. Nah, 20,000 is low, a little bit. There's a bigger price. I want the 100,000 price. Before you realize, you win the 100,000 price, They say, you know what? I want the 500,000 price. And so it continues. So it continues. He that loves silver will not be satisfied with silver. And so it means that silver is not really what we should really live our lives for. you're with me. The next point is that labor not to be rich. Labor to be rich. Don't do that because you are just working for others. You are just working for others. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 11. The Bible says that when goods increase, they are increased that eats them. And what good is there to the owners thereof? saving the beholding of them with their eyes. When goods increase, they are increase, but eat them. And what good is there to the owners thereof? So, so when you get rich, the, the, the things that riches consume, or consume riches, increases. Now, if you earn a particular uh, uh, amount of money at the end of the month, depending on how much you earn, let's say uh, you take home $100,000, is, you know, there, is, uh, there are some things that you'll be careful to buy. I know these days, some people are not even careful. It's not what you can afford. It is what can afford you. <laughs> it is not what you can afford, but what can afford you. And so you see that even these days, People buy things that their salaries and things can't afford. We live in an age and a season and a generation of higher purchase where you can uh, hire to purchase. You get it. And hiring things are very costly. But you hire it to purchase. So you pay down and then you pay a particular amount at the end of the month. And then sometimes when you finish paying, you have paid more than enough. It's called high purchase. Do you get it? Now technically, in, in many, many years ago, when you go to a store, you see a big TV, the TV is 525,000, you see that your salary is 100,000. You would never think of buying it, because there was no high purchase. There's nothing like you can pay down 20,000 or 5,000 for four years and, and, and buy it. Do you get it? Now, when you can afford something at a salary of 100,000? You will afford it, or you will go for it when your salary increases to two hundred or two hundred fifty thousand. Well, when there's more money, you tend to spend more money. That's basically what the scripture is saying: that when you have more money, you spend more money. You see, if you have a lot of money, you will you buy a a, a bigger car or a better car, or you buy more cars. But when you don't have a a, a lot of money, a small car, 1.2 liter, or 1,000 cc. is good enough for you. Then you see that as your salary increases, money begins to come in. Then you're not satisfied with the small car you're driving. You want a big 2,000 cc vehicle. Before you, you have you buy one for your wife. Before you the children are, are grown, and they, they have their own agenda, so you also buy some for the children. Money, the Bible says... When goods increase, they are increase that eat them. So, so, so ask yourself, why then should we labor to be rich? When the laboring brings a lot of animals to eat the results of your laboring. Now when you are, when, when you are not rich, or when you don't have a lot of money, your house may not look that attractive. Thieves will not come in. I said, thieves will not come in. You don't have to pray against thieves. You see, when you are poor, when you don't have a lot of money, you live in particular neighborhoods, your house is a small wooden house, um, you know, even like your thiefing or something like that, no thief will come to your house. Your house, you don't have to pray. You don't have to fast and pray. barabara. Lord, I pray. Lord, you deliver me from thieves. No, no, you don't, you don't have to do all of that. You don't have to do all of that. But when you are rich, you have a big house, air conditioners, a big yard, garage, vehicles, German uh, uh, brand of vehicles. Then you have a nice house, lights, nice trees, flowers, grill, um, uh, security cameras, dogs. Hey, you be the one who have to wake up in the morning and say, Lord God Almighty. Deliver me and my house from evil. May thieves not come here. It is you rather who will engage security forces to watch over your house. You have alarms in your house where you will have to press when thieves are coming in. But the one who doesn't have much, who have a small wooden house in probably a poor or depressed neighborhood, thieves are not his problem. His problem is to get better. His problem is to get more money. His problem is to probably uh, get better things to wear and to eat. But you who has money, your problem with heaps, And so the scripture says, when your money increases, when your riches increases, there also arises things that come to take away the money. So if you, for example, as I mentioned, if you have a big house, then you need security. You need a, maybe a, a high fence. You need security cameras. There are so many people without security cameras because nobody's going there. But you with your house, the size of it, the niceness of it, the design, the lights, the quality of it, the travel text. man, tips already are attracted to it. So you, you will have to spend money again to protect the house and to protect yourself. Are you with me? Mean? So when goods increase, like the Bible says, there are increase that eats them. This is real. King Solomon, the wisest of all, studied, lived, experienced, and put down all these things for our admonition. admonition. And for our encouragement. All right. So, all of this is to help you understand that laboring to be rich is not the key. Laboring to be rich shouldn't be your focus. Laboring to be rich is not a plan. Laboring to be rich is something you should not, uh, you should abort. Laboring to be rich is not something you should fix your eyes on at all. Are you with me this afternoon? All right. The next point, and I'm trying to I'm trying to encourage you based on Proverbs chapter twenty three verse four, why it is true not to labor um, to become rich. The next point is that labor not to be rich because riches are linked to many temptations and traps. Riches are linked to many temptations and traps. You get it. Labor not to be rich because riches are linked. To many temptations and traps. Look at First Timothy chapter 6 and from verse 9. First Timothy chapter 6 and from verse 9. Are you there? Beautiful. The Bible says that but they that will be rich. Fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish. And hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith, and pierced themselves through with many sorrows, and pierced themselves through with many souls. This is 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 9, and verse 10. Labor not to be rich because riches are linked to many temptations and traps. Do you know that when you have money, you are tempted to do almost anything, whether good or bad? When you are rich, you can, for example, let's say if you, um, Hit somebody with a vehicle on the road. You get it. You, you and the person they are taking you to court. You 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 will not want to go to court. Why? Because you have money. You get in an accident and then maybe somebody dies. The, the the feeling, the conscience, the sense of a human being when it comes to life. You can easily want to take away the grief of the family, the deceased family. You want to take away with, with the money you have. you understand? There's a, moment, there's a moment in the Bible that I remember now as I'm, as I'm preaching where the Apostle Paul was offered as he went around preaching You know, and then miracles and signs were following his messages. There was this guy who offered um, to give him money for the power that he has. Can you believe it? That a pastor has power. God has blessed him with an anointing to pray for the sick to be healed, for the blind to to see, uh, those who are oppressed to be delivered, uh, those who are bruised to to be bound to bind the broken hearted. That, that miracles follow this man of God's ministry. Then you see somebody who approaches this man of God and says, you know what? Give me that same power so I can heal people. You get it? So I can raise the dead. Give me the same power. I'll give you money. Look at the temptation. Look at the snare. How, how, how on earth can you think of giving a man of God money so that you also get power? There's yeah, so a people you need that to. It's Obia people. You go to Obia man. You tell Obia man that what? They should give you power to kill your mother-in-law. Isn't it? To give you power to kill your mother-in-law. And then, um, when they give you power to kill your mother-in-law, they give them money. It's Obia people who do that. Those things don't happen in the kingdom of God. And so the Bible said that when this person uh, tried to entice the apostle with money, the apostle said, may you perish with your money perish with your money because you have thought or because you thought that the gift of god can be bought with money that the grace that god gives to a, a, a man who he has chosen for ministry that you can buy it with money he said perish with your money and, and let me sound this even as a, a word of caution to um, those who may be in churches and then let's say you know uh, you are well to do your you bring in a lot of money and then you give your pastor, you, you help the church with money. Anytime the church wants to do something, you know, you're, you're blessing the church with money. You know, One million dollars, we are trying to build a, a place for the children, you donate money. And then you think that because you give that money for the project in the church, that you are, you are invincible. Invincible. That, that nobody should say anything about your behavior. That nobody should correct you when you are wrong. That nobody should uh, pull you up when when you are off. Money, 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 it it links to many temptations and traps. There are people. There are people. You know, there are people who, because of their money, they, they 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 abuse others. Young girls, young boys, because. Let's say, like a dog and a bone, they will just wave the money in front of such a person. And then what you see is that those people are trapped by the money. And then, because you are rich and you are the one who offers the money, you get into all kinds of things. You'll be surprised, ladies and gentlemen, how many rich people have very bad moral things. I'm telling you, many, many, many rich people. Morality morality, not all rich people, but some rich people because they have money they think they can buy pleasure they think they can buy people's lives they think they can quiet everybody's mouth they think they can silence everybody it it takes you it puts you in a trap in this life you can go and do something that will bring repercussions It may even become a legal issue. You may easily go to jail. You may easily be taken to court because you assume that your money could get you that thing which you desired. And like I said, many rich people have very ugly desires. I'm sure you may know one as I'm talking about it. You may know somebody who has an ugly desire because they are rich. And so never not to be rich because riches are linked to many temptations, and to traps. The next point I want to give you. Today I want to give you a lot of points. Are you there? I want to give you a lot of points. The next point. Riches are hidden and will require your whole life to find them. Riches are hidden and will require your whole life to find them. Riches are hidden. It will require your whole life You'll find them. Think about it. Your target. You see, I think people people write at the back of their vehicles, what get rich or die trying. <laughs> I like the second part, die trying. Because rich said that you can work, up strive a, and not find it. And you die. Do you think many people who died poor, they were not trying to be rich? Do you think that many people who died were satisfied with the level of riches they had? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. And so, it is very important, ladies and gentlemen, to understand that riches are hidden. They are hidden. And if you are going to try and find riches, it will require your whole life to find them. Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 3. Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 3. What does the Bible say? The Bible says that, And I will give thee the treasures of darkness. The treasures of darkness. And hidden riches of secret places. Hidden riches of secret places. That thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which called thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. Hidden riches. Now, if you go to the bank, if you are going to rob a bank, I'm not saying go and rob a bank, okay? If you do that, they'll catch you. They'll arrest you and take you to jail. If you go to the bank, do you think that the money in the bank, it'll just be on the tellers, uh, 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 it'll be on the desk? When you enter the bank, you break in and then you go into the bank, the money will be on the floor? Here! There are places and secret places where they hide the money. Combinations and saves and all kinds of security measures. Real riches. The millions and the billions that you can imagine, if you can even find it. How? When to to really assess it. It's a big deal. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to encourage you, I want to advise you to spend your whole life die trying to get rich. Get rich or die trying. You can die trying because riches are hidden. Riches are in places that only God is able to reveal unto, unto you when you are blessed. Father, I pray I pray for that woman. There's a woman listening to me. You are your 60s. Okay? Light skin, straight hair. You are about 4 four feet 5, 4.5. You are not 5 feet yet. You are in your 60s. I believe the Lord is telling me that even in your 60s, you are not happy with the level of riches he has blessed you with. The Lord is delivering you from that delusion. Else, you die unsatisfied. Father, I pray for this woman. Thank you for the revelation and for deliverance for her. I pray for everyone who tune in this afternoon. I pray that their eyes will open. That they will will not only come by hearing, but that they will also get revelation from your word. Thank you for the truth that sets free. In Jesus' name. Amen. You are not saved. You are not born again. You want to say, we please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus lived and he died. He rose again and that he is my Lord. I open my heart to Jesus that he comes in and be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you if you pray this prayer. Make sure you call 691-5301. 6915301. 6915301. I want to talk to you. I want to pray with you. Okay, if you pray that sinner's prayer with me, find a church, and I'm asking the churches when the people can please receive and accept them. God is looking for many, many people to come back home. Offering time. Offering time. Are you excited? MMG, six one four seven nine zero nine. I want you to give an offering. Bible says in Acts 20, verse thirty five that there's more blessing in giving. Many people want to receive. Many people always want to receive something. The Bible says that the wisdom of the Bible and the wisdom of God is that you give and not receive. Even if it's $10, even if it's $20. So I want to encourage you, send an offering by MMG. Send an offering also. You can call us if you don't know MMG. You can send it by West sea Union or MoneyGram. Call us on six one four seven nine zero nine for your offering. Father, I thank you for everyone who is giving an offering today. I pray that the grace and the mercies of God will abound over their lives. Thank you for honor and for glory and for vengeance. Vengeance is of you. I feel God is avenging somebody's case because of the offering he's given. Lord, let that vengeance be be, be mighty and let it speak to the person and to his uh, neighborhood. I give you praise and I give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I'll see you again next week or you hear from me again next week. I'm your radio pastor. I'm not a novice. God bless you. You can hear more of Bishop Collins live Sunday at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. at Good Shepherd Church. Off Stanley Town Road to South Section Canal No. 2, West Bank de Marara, a short distance from the Conservancy Dam. The Good Shepherd Church is the church with direction for your life. Contact us for more information on plus 592-614-7909. We hope you have been blessed by this message for more information on the ministry of bishop collins please call 592 691 5301 or 592 628 2227 or email us on service at gmail.com god richly bless your day